this jury's verdict should be respected. They heard the evidence. They deliberated as a group. They heard readback testimony. They looked at the physical evidence. So, um, a case that got a lot of attention. Donald Trump talked about it almost every campaign stop on his rise to the nomination and then to the presidency of the killing of a, a young lady in San Francisco came to an end last night. That's right. With an acquittal on the major charges. And it bears mentioning uh, Kate's law has been proposed all over America in honor of this poor young girl whose life was cut short. And what would that law do? It would require cities to to cooperate with the federal government. If there is an immigration detainer, a lawful immigration detainer, you have to honor that. But the reason Trump brought this story up all the time, when you have an illegal guy who had multiple felonies and been deported five times, um, uh, killing somebody. Well, and they're de- about to deport him for a sixth time. Oh, or, great. Or to go with the uh, the jury's decision, accidentally shooting somebody. But uh, Trump would turn that into Bill Wall all the time. So it became uh, sort of the focal point of the whole, what everybody in the media calls immigration debate, I would say illegal immigration debate. Or call it the immigration law enforcement debate. I mean, I'm reading the New York Post, which is a conservative publication, and uh, talking about, uh, they said how this had had, uh, galvanized the anti-immigrant movement. The anti-immigrant movement. Who's anti-immigrant? I personally don't know a single human being who's anti-immigrant. Maybe you're out there, but I've never met you or heard your argument. There are some who might say what the number ought to be lower than it currently is. That doesn't make you anti-immigrant. That is that is the strawest of straw men, and yet its use it is. is nearly <laughs> universal. I mean, technically it is, but I don't think it is, in fact, in that it works. It is a solid well, argument. Straw man arguments work sometimes. It is a solid argument for enough people that it continues to work. I mean, it's just, it's. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why we can't break through this conversation. We've been talking about it for years, as as of a lot of people. It's because just, ideology trumps intelligence and logic eighty percent of the time. But why does the why do the people who are against illegal immigration go along with the terminology of the other side? Uh, it's stupidity. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine. Like the New York Post, or like I regularly see uh, members in the Republican. Well, let's see. There, there, you get to that end of it. As we've talked about, as we all know. We have the same conversation over. As we all know, both parties are in on it. Sure. The Republicans freaking love illegal immigration. Cheap fl- a flow of cheap labor. Cheap, unskilled labor. Yeah. For industry. And the Democrats like it because it's future votes, current or future votes. Right. So and when you got both parties that want something to happen, apparently it happens. Right. Uh, even though almost everybody in America wants to secure our borders, and we've gone through the polls on that multiple times. It's like 90% of people want to secure our borders because that's what every country on the whole damn planet does. So what do we do when this guy returns uh, for the sixth time and kills somebody? Going to deport him again? That's so pathetic. I mean, they can hold him for like another year on the felon in possession of a weapon charge, Um, but that's it. And the Justice Department is looking at bringing federal charges against him. I don't know that. Something may come of that, but not much. Now, here's where I'm going to depart from some of my brethren. I understand the verdict. I think 
There may have been some of that uh, OJ-like, we're going to show the man. On the other hand, the physical evidence was just okay. He, They're strangers. He, he had no knowledge of this woman. The bullet ricocheted. He says he picked it up. It went off accidentally. To convict somebody in our society on a charge that serious, you have to be beyond a reasonable doubt. I can picture why there would be reasonable doubt. A lot of you don't want to hear that, but you know what? I just, I, I'm just going to say what I think. Um, the problem comes in this idiotic, utopian idea that if you ever do something that makes somebody unhappy, that's a bad thing. And that this poor, hardworking, undocumented immigrant, how can we turn him over to the, the federal authorities? That would make other Mexican people not trust the authorities. Do you think Mexican people want dangerous felons living among them? Are you insane? Well, and when uh, the lawyer, the defense lawyer, Matt Gonzalez, comes out and immediately says, I know I'm going to get some Trumps from or some tweets from Donald Trump, but you see that blah, 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 immigration, right. that, and good right. harbor, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so obviously it was on his mind um, as the greater issue. I just, I, there's, there's no argument for this. There's no good argument for we decide who ought to come in, how many people, uh, of what skills. That's what every other country does. And in this case, you got a guy who's a career criminal and has zero skills, no education. No country wants that person, right? including us. But San Francisco will protect him out of some incredibly misguided, foolish, and dangerous notion of compassion. So did you see the chain immigration statistics that came out yesterday? No. This is interesting on a whole bunch of different levels. So the government put out, for the first time ever, I believe, statistics on chain immigration, if you know what that is. So if somebody does come into the country legally, you do all the stuff you're supposed to do, we've currently got it set up to where you can bring in practically everybody you're even the least bit related to. Mm -hmm. Not only wife, children, mom, dad, cousins, tons of people. And the numbers came out. I should have them in front of me. Just trust me. It's a lot. It's millions and millions of people sure. that have come that way. That's where a ton of uh, 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 one particular year, 70% of the um, immigration was chain immigration. That is really interesting. Yeah, just I the, guarantee you nobody knew that. Right. How there, There's a couple of things, pr- problems with this. One, uh, what's the theory on, okay, this guy came in. He's got the skills to... Do whatever. To so the we, extent that we even look at that. But yeah, we don't. But I'll, I'll assume it for the sake of the argument. <laughs> we want him in this country or her in this country for whatever reason. Now all your cousins get to come just because you're here. Right. I mean, what is the theory behind that? What other country does that? I'm guessing nobody. Um, but then how about the fact that this is the first time the government's ever released these statistics? They know them. They keep them. But they don't tell us. Why do you think that is? Because it's pretty hard to justify. Well, there is bipartisan agreement that we want a free-flowing brown underclass in this country. The Democrats want it for the votes and the unions. The Republicans want it for the cheap labor. There could be nothing more racist, my progressive friends, than what is happening here. Importing a brown underclass to cut our lawns because it's, quote-unquote, the work Americans won't do. And pack our meat and clean our hotel rooms. It's, it's, it's morally indefensible. And yet people get so wrapped up in their ideology and they feel like they're enlightened. And they get you know positive reinforcement from their friends for 
repeating these these bromides, these idiotic, uh, you know, slogans. And and that's how it happens. Uh, You know, the more I observe politics, the more astounded I am by the stupidity of humankind. But the level of present company accepted the level of glee over this guy being acquitted. And I I I didn't sit in the courtroom. I have no idea what it was like to be a juror and what you heard uh, and and what I would decided if I was in the jury. So I can believe I absolutely can believe that you thought, you know, I don't know. It accidentally went off at Ricochet. I don't think he's a murderer. Um, But the glee over. Yay. This is a we we struck a blow for 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 who? That's, it's, it's, it's horrifying. I, I don't that get it. is the logical end to identity career, politics, to tribal politics. Homeless career criminal, criminal illegal immigrants? He's one of ours. We've He's one of them. ours. I think that, that I could put together on a piece of paper in like two minutes, write down, I think we should let in uh, four million people a year. You need to have the following skills, and uh, you have to go through the legal process. How many people agree with this? Certain number of terrified refugees. You want to throw those sure. in? Okay, and, let's talk. And you'd get like 85% of the country would agree with that. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Two, three hours later, you'd have an immigration plan. And nobody else, by the way. And nobody else. Just right. these people. We're going to, we're going to, you have to come in legally. You have right. to have a certain like every set of, other country on earth. You, you got to fill out the paperwork. You have to have some skills. We'll figure out in various sectors of the, the country what those are. Maybe they are agricultural. Maybe they're truck driving. Maybe they're scientists. Whatever it is from all over the world. That's what we do. Almost everybody would agree that's a yep. good idea. Universal. But you can't do it for whatever reason. And you got people cheering that a, a transient career criminal that we've deported five times got off. After he killed Yay! an innocent woman. Yeah. That's disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the divided states of America. The tribal, ethnic states of America. That's what you wanted. That's what you've got now. And at some point, at some point, something horrifying is going to happen to one of yours. Some beautiful, innocent, young, say Mexican girl, or 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 a, or you know a Muslim girl, or something like that. Something unspeakable is going to happen to that young woman, and the perpetrator will escape justice. And whatever group claims that perpetrator will say, "Yay, one of ours won." Look forward to that day. You know, a lot of you have already seen that day. Or a young black man could be cut down for, you know, coming on to a white woman or some minor crime. And, you know, the white folk in whatever jurisdiction said, well, he was a you-know-what. He had it coming. And that's a horrifying injustice. That's the sort of injustice that should never stand anyone here on earth at any time. And yet you're cheering that now because it's your people. That's sick. On the greater immigration debate, Mark Stein, uh, author, who we really like, was making the argument last night on the cable TV, said people make the argument, well, we have to let these people in. They're doing jobs Americans won't do. Murdering people is a job Americans will do, unfortunately. We So we don't need to bring in uneducated people yeah. who commit crimes. We've got plenty of Americans who are willing to commit crimes. Felons with guns? We've got that. Go to Chicago. Hang out on the west side. You'll believe me. So that's not somebody we do need to import. But yeah. Part of the argument was the guy has so little education that he couldn't understand any of the questions, which very well may be true. Um, he got back into the country, what, five, six times? He's got enough street smarts to understand the charges. That's bull crap. But even if it's true. So the, the so you're... 
you're encouraging the idea of bringing in people who live lives of crime with zero skills. Right. Other countries, Yay! Other countries don't do that. Are they racist, awful countries? Mexico Against doesn't do Mexicans. it. Mexicans. Mexico doesn't do it. Canada doesn't do it, for instance. Right. Well, it'd take us the rest of the show to name the countries that don't do it. But we do it because it's all of them. Well, I was going to say for some reason. We went through the reasons. There is a reason. Yeah. Pretty disappointing that both parties are willing to uh, ignore the will of practically everybody on this one. Because they both get something out of it. There is no effing way any external power can bring down the United States of America in the next hundred years. No way. We will commit suicide. Well, that's the history of empires, so. Uh, man, the Dow yesterday. Some of the records that we've broken this year, it's not getting a heck of a lot of attention. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. who tweeted, sad about Matt Lauer, great guy, highly skilled, and empathetic with guests, and a real gentleman to my family and me. News is a flirty business. It seems like current epidemic of hashtag sex harassment allegations may be criminalizing courtship. Yes, Matt Lauer wasn't sexually harassing women. It was good old-fashioned courtship. <laughs> sex toy, milady. <laughs> Now, is that a violation to play that joke? Oh, of our... Uh, yeah, because we're not supposed to talk fresh, about... Free, what are you calling it, Sean? Uh, Flesh Free Friday. It has Flesh 50% Friday. more alliteration than No Touch Thursday. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um... And to be fair, we still haven't talked about it. Colbert yeah, talked about I it. Know. He did not take the pledge. And I kind of want to because I got a couple of angles, but I can hold off. They'll still be there on Monday. So For guys who complain about the effects of lawyers on society, we're getting a little lawyerly around here. All right? Just saying. This is the conscience of the show. Am I that? So you think we shouldn't have played that, that joke? <laughs> that was a funny joke. Well, it's too late now. You can't unring a bell. Sex toy, my lady. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is pretty heavy stuff for a Friday. Um, Several people that are gun owners pointing this off out. Uh, the idea of gun accidentally going off. Modern firearms do not fire accidentally. You have to pull the trigger intentionally. There's no record of a trigger pulling itself. Um, the guy pulled the trigger, so that is some crime. But it is entirely possible. He's such a stupid idiot. He pointed it somewhere innocuous or didn't pay attention to where he pointed it and pulled the trigger to see if it was loaded. If you pull the trigger, you're guilty of something, aren't you? Pull well, the absolutely. trigger of a gun? Yeah, it ought to be involuntary manslaughter at yeah. the very, 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 very least. But the jury bought the idea that it accidentally went off, which... And just, it bears pointing out to support your point, this was a law enforcement weapon that had been lost, stolen, or misplaced by an stolen, FBI guy, right? Yeah. Stolen a couple of days That's earlier right, from almost an FBI cer- agent's almost car. In that area, almost certainly by him. Oh, but- yeah. You know, so you, I, there's I, no proof of that. I'm a couple levels below gun amateur. So the concept of like a gun, like dropping on the floor and accidentally firing, that just doesn't really exist in modern guns. Uh, oh. You might be able to drop it on the ground and it go off. It wouldn't be easy for it to happen. But you would have to drop it a hundred times, I think, if right. it was, especially if it was a a, a a good quality service weapon, which this was. It's it's really, 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 really unlikely. 
Um, this person says there's no record of that ever happening. I don't know about that. I've certainly never had a gun go off. I have no worry that a gun would ever just go off no, without pulling be, the trigger. No, that'd be bizarre. Um, but you'd have a jury in San Francisco, almost certainly, of people who have never touched a gun. Right. So that'd be helpful if you're going to make that argument. Well, and listen, I have, uh, via people in the know, uh, what you could only describe as an indictment of the DA's office in San Francisco. They brought no zest to this case. They've decriminalized crime in the city of San Francisco. So you're saying they They're, didn't want to win? Uh, you know, that's that's leaping to a conclusion. But those of us who've lived a little, worked a little, seen you know, various people and institutions function, being serious about something, bringing enthusiasm to it, caring about it is so important to to its success. And I don't think that was there in San Francisco. What about picking up a gun you find on the street at all? I mean, once you put it in your hands, or you're not responsible for what happens at that point. How about you just leave it there and call somebody? Hey, there's a gun over here. Or just walk away. Yeah. You pick it up and handle it. And, oh, no, it went off accidentally and an innocent young woman has died. Yeah, that's likely. I'm a gun owner. I've handled guns a fair amount. I don't I don't know that I would pick up a random gun I found on the ground. I might stand there and keep an eye on it and dial 911. So here are some comments. But I don't think I would pick it up and start handling it, would you? No. no well, I think it depends I... where it is. I mean, if there were children around and stuff like that, yeah, I would pick it up and I would immediately call the cops. Um, but here are a bunch of reactions um, that came from San Franciscans in the know. My unpopular opinion based on being both a crime victim and juror is that the San Francisco District Attorney's Office is basically incompetent. A few years ago, I was a prospective juror. The prosecutor asked if anyone had an existing opinion about the San Francisco Police Department or District Attorney's Office. I raised my hand and I said I thought the DA's office was totally incompetent. They picked me for the jury. Another woman uh, post, my local police woman said this outright to the residents at 55 Ninth Street in 2016, said the DA was choosing not to prosecute even serious crimes with evidence. Police woman said that prosecuting crimes would raise the crime rate. If the DA preferred good metrics, it's better to just not prosecute. The result is a complete lack of safety in San Francisco. I witnessed so many crimes outside that $3,500 a month apartment. Some friends worry about parking their cars, or others worry about walking down the street. It's bananas. $3,500. I, I could go on for quite some time. $3,500 a month in a crime-ridden neighborhood. Yeah. Um, we got one more text I to hit you with. I work for Medi-Cal. That's your uh, your government medical, your taxpayer medical stuff in California. Chain migration brings in elderly from all over the world and gets a, they get immediate coverage. That's where your chain migration really affects your country. Well, and, and the good folks. Grandma and grandpa. We have a number of sources within uh, the social services industry who are, are good and compassionate people. But what they see makes them very, very unhappy. And they've let us know that chain, chain migration from Russia slash Ukraine is rampant. And these people who have generations of uh, skill at manipulating political systems because they came from the Soviet Union immediately move in, figure out how to game the system, and make a hell of a lot of money off of the taxpayers. What's coming up now? News? Hey, folks, that's not racism. That's not bigotry. That's fact. If that makes you uncomfortable, that's not my problem. That's yours.
It's coming up in your news, Marshall. A guilty plea about to come in the special prosecutor's Russia investigation, and Jimmy Kimmel will go man-to-man with U.S. Senate candidate Roy Moore. Stories coming up minutes from now. A lot of texts from law enforcement gun store owners that say it's virtually impossible for a gun to go off without pulling the trigger. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. the gun owners uh, in our audience, law enforcement people, people who want to go and stop, say you, you can't drop a gun and get it to go off. Guns don't accidentally go off the modern weapons. So, uh, but yeah. you don't, you know, if you got a jury full of people that don't ever handle firearms. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, in my rant about tribal politics and, and, and the incredible dangers therein, and the reason it came up is you had people cheering this violent drifter, multiple felon, uneducated, redeem. I mean, there's nothing to redeem this guy. Cheering his acquittal because he was the same ethnicity. Because it sticks or, it to Trump also. Or, right. Or they see it, uh, you know, as a political victory for their people. You know, the perfect example of this is the, the Sunnis and the Shia. What they believe is there's a huge overlap between those two sects of Islam, a huge overlap. But whatever percentage it is, 15%, 20%, whatever you, you want to say, that divides them, they kill each other like flies over that tribal identity. You want that in the United States? Just keep doing what you're doing. Marshall, sorry, I'm stealing your time. I yield the rest of my time to the gentleman from Los Angeles. Where do you call home? Where do I call home? Yeah. I'd call... California, pretty Just, much the whole state, yeah. West Coast. Stand I mean, the stern. I've, I've lived and worked on. I've lived and worked everywhere from Seattle all the way down to San Diego. So, Indy. He's a rambling man, folks. Indeed. Marshall Phillips. Another rambling man is former National Security Advisor uh, Michael Flynn, who walked into federal court this morning, where he's going to reportedly plead with making false statements in the Russia investigation. I don't think he had any choice. NBC News national security reporter Ken uh, DeLanian thinks this is only the tip of the iceberg, that special counsel Robert Mueller has got a lot more on Flynn. When you see this single charge, that's generally, uh, that what that means is that's the one they decided that he would admit to, and whatever else, whatever other criminal conduct they may believe he has committed they're holding in abeyance right now now legal experts believe that flynn has indeed struck a deal with Mueller and will provide more information with regards to the russian investigations why did trump bring flynn on board he seemed dangerous he seemed toxic from the first time i ever saw him in wacky because he saw him on cable tv yeah. right and this just in we've got the second ranking senate republican john cornyn of texas saying now the gop does have the votes to pass the sweeping tax overhaul that just coming in right now okay so it was a go most of the day yesterday then last night it was a the brakes were put on right but now it's back to being a go now it's back to being a go fantastic now, while the uh, Republicans and President Trump are uh, are getting behind the bill, Oregon Democrat Ron Wyden insists the measure will primarily benefit the wealthy while hurting the middle class. What this is is a grab bag full of special interest goodies 
from multinational corporations, powerful political supporters. There you Get go. your dentures refitted. Well, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know what they consider wealthy, but I know my taxes are going up because of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that's based on. I mean, as Trump was joking yesterday, he said, all my friends hate me for this. And he's right. I don't, what are you talking about, Ron? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, in the grab bag for corporations, God dang it. They're employers. Refer to them as employers. People who hire people. We got companies leaving the country for tax benefits. We've got to stop that if we're going to compete compete globally. There is no counter-argument. In fact, the Nancy's Pelosi, the Ron's Wyden, nobody ever offers a counter-argument to that. They just engage in, in demagoguery and say it's a, it's a giveaway. Well, my taxes are going up a a, a chunk. Uh, My only hope can be, for a lot of us, is that the economy roars so far ahead that it's good for our investments is good for us keeping our jobs right. it's all all that stuff right you know i have two friends count them two and you would not describe them as rich people have fled california and i miss them and it hurts me but they have left california for tax purposes and it's just it's amazing by the way the, the dow hit twenty four thousand yesterday yeah it's up for the year 23 percent oh boy for the year Holy cow. Well, it looks like Jimmy Kimmel will be going man-to-man with U.S. Senate candidate Roy Moore. The host of Jimmy Kimmel Live got into a big Twitter beef with the Alabama Republican after the Kimmel Show pulled a stunt at a Moore rally in an Alabama church on Wednesday. Yesterday, Moore tweeted at Jimmy Kimmel, if you want to mock our Christian values, come down here to Alabama and do it man-to-man. Yes! So on his show last night, Kimmel said... Except- and if you have a little sister, bring her. Oh, oh, oh hey now. Oh, no, careful. What? <laughs> <laughs> On his show last night, Kimmel said he accepts the invitation. When you say come down to Alabama and we'll do it man to man, maybe that means you're challenging me to a fight, which is kind of what it sounds like. And if you are, I accept, by the way. I accept that invitation. I'm willing as a 50 year old. There is no one I would love to fight more than you. I will put my Christian values aside just for you and for that fight. As a 50-year-old, I'm willing to fight an ancient man. <laughs> yeah. Bare fists in the parking lot. Kibble added he would be glad also to meet more at the mall, adding, we'll have a little Panda Express and we'll talk about Christian values. Wow. <laughs> so what was the stunt that Kimmel did at the church? Do you know? Uh, he sent one of his correspondents, and he was kind of heckling from the crowd, mm. uh, just doing kind of the the an agitator, very similar to like what Howard Stern bits used yeah. to right. be, right, right. that sort of stuff. Interesting. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Boy, any chance Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Roy Moore end up fighting? That'd be something. I'd pay a dollar to see that. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's got. Does he have a daughter? I think he's got two daughters. Yeah. yeah. I think you, you could work up a pretty good mad to go after Roy Moore. I think. If you wanted to fight, these are odd times. If you wanted to fight an elderly man, <laughs> these are weird times. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Did you see that Scaramucci and his wife are getting back together? I did. She has uh, uh, pulled the divorce. They're not going to get a divorce. Well, right. Yeah. Remember, he wasn't even there for the birth. And then he demanded a paternity test on a kid. He was they in the, patched it up. It was in the midst of when Trump hired him, or that week, right? That he was he was not there when she had the baby, and he texted he texted at her, "Good luck" or something like well, that. And, and what, <laughs> Congratulations, I think is what it was. Didn't she bail just because it was so incredibly embarrassing to be married to him? Well, More there, or less. There was wasn't she giving birth that there was some event that he was with Trump at? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Typically, a husband would be right. with I, his wife. Was, uh, it was the Boy Scout thing, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. And court records show that she has uh, has put a halt to the the divorce proceedings. They're wow. back together, and he was dating uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, allegedly in between. Yeah, of course she was. Go Scaramucci, you. I don't know. I got to figure out something to rhyme with that. <laughs> uh, but so that's that's an interesting turn of events. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad they're I'm glad they're staying together. They got a kid and the whole thing. So that's that's awesome. Coming up. Maybe my favorite criminal of all time. Stay tuned. I generally am uh, against crime. In this case, he is my hero. Also, the U.S. Army's looking into accusations that the Green Berets are ditching their training standards and graduating unqualified candidates. Why? Boy, you couple that with the... Uh, well, I won't couple it now because we don't have the time, but there are a couple of issues uh, that have to do with the hollowing out of our military Oof. You know that when, are really troubling. You know when most... Empires through history find out that their military has been hollowed out. Usually find out about upon contact with a superior force. Yeah. yeah. And then you realize, oh, oh. You know, it's, I heard the, the funniest description ever of the Russian military the other day. I read it. That military guys describe Russia as a midget with one incredibly strong arm. <laughs> What? What does the, that mean? Because they have no no world class military capability except their nuclear arsenal. Oh, gotcha. They got one move you got to defend. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> They've got one giant bulging arm. Other than that, you could just kick them. If you can keep him from punching you with that one arm, right? You're in pretty good shape. Exactly. Yeah, that's the description. So uh, that coming up. But first, hey, do you think Tillerson's out? He's got to be out, right? I mean, the New York Times and the WAPO have made up all sorts of crap about trouble inside the White House that turns out to be nothing. Well, Sessions was pretty out there for several days, and he's still in the office. Yeah, there was no way Sessions could survive that humiliation. So I wonder if he's he's out or not. Uh, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. Um, but on that theme, please... Let's have the, uh, how many uh, do we have? Only, only three entrants today. All right, it's a three-way late-night joke-off. Tillerson hey! <laughs> was always kind of an unusual pick for Secretary of State. He was a uh, multi-millionaire oil executive with no diplomatic experience, though he wasn't afraid to stand up to some of the world's most dangerously unhinged leaders. He even called one of them a moron. <laughs> it came out that Trump wants to replace Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. He decided not to when he heard Tillerson was his secret Santa. (laughs) Right after I get my present, you're fired. The New York Times is reporting that Donald Trump is expected to fire his Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, in the coming weeks. Yeah, he's going to fire him, or, as Rex Tillerson is calling it, a Christmas miracle. I'd forgotten the whole Tillerson called him a moron and then never denied it. Right. And that uh, would stick in, I'd remember anybody, I'd remember that about anybody. And then if you're Trump, who's the most easily butthurt person on earth, it's definitely sticking in your craw. 
You know, I I hate to say this, but it's uh, it's true. I was distracted by what's going to come next, and so I forgot to jot down my usual notes. This could be a rare three-way tie of B pluses. Yeah, it's fine. Those were pretty good jokes. I don't wish we hadn't done it, but that's about it. I like the Secret Santa one. I thought funny. that was really funny. And then Jimmy Fimmel, Kimmel does, or uh, Jimmy Fallon does the. Which is my favorite part of his jokes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, there you have it. I, I'm, I, we we can't talk about Elliot Spitzer, right? Because we're not on that sort of stuff. But this isn't the sexual harassment, but it is sex. Mm. You hear about the dog leash and all that? I heard about the dog leash. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that on Monday. Yeah, yeah. He was hiring young. He was hiring young hotties to lead him around on on all fours on a leash. I don't see that's. that's <laughs> Look, I have a problem with people making sport of others' sex lives if it's all consensual and lawful. Well, now, that's not lawful, but were it's they who prostitution, yeah. But that, I don't yeah, who cares. Okay. Yeah, whatever. All right. I just because it's such a it's such an old timey and pathetic puritanical urge. To come off as all, you know, self-righteous and judgmental when really, and there's an old saying about this, I can't remember who said it, but uh, anybody, if their sex life was to be exposed to public consumption, would be the object of ridicule for the rest of their lives. Do you know what he does? He actually blanks her. Blank. He, she, <laughs> blank. She's willing to. Blank, blank. And then there was... would be jokes for the rest of your life. So it's too easy. I believe that was Herman Melville. <laughs> and uh, he got tired of yeah. the Moby Dick joke. I'll tell you what. I'll expose my entire sex life and take the ridicule of my fairly mundane sex life if we can talk about Elliot Spitzer being led around <laughs> on all fours naked with a dog leash around. <laughs> you need to be more like a doll. That's right. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> I have a loving and faithful relationship with my wife, so I'm not going to reveal anything. But I will tell you this. I'm adopting a dog today. I've mentioned that before. My beloved dog, Onyx, has been dead for almost two years. His leash has not gone unused. All right? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's something. And he was, he was the attorney. I kid. He was the attorney general in New York, or what and, was he? And damn near the, the gumber. Oh, and, every, and, the and, and one of those guys that was absolutely going to run for president. Someday. Yes, yes, he was. And instead he's being led around by some 20-year-old in high heels while he's crawling around naked with a dog leash around his the, neck. The committee you... sees what you're doing, and they're not going to look favorably on it when we review today's episode. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, and, and, and I, I agree think... with you, though. I, I, I don't I shouldn't know that. I don't need to know that. It's not a crime. He gets to if that's what he enjoys. He gets right. to do that. if it's he It's childish. Right. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Did he say woof woof? <laughs> I mean, did he fetch a ball? Did he lift his leg? Yeah. And, and Sean, you know what I want to know from you? Do you think he was a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> he was a good boy. <laughs> Do they supply the leash? How does that work? Bring well, it's a New York Post reporter confronted him. I heard the tape earlier. Oh, yeah, that is ugly. They they, yeah. they yelled these questions at him as he was walking into can his expensive see, building. See if you can find that somebody. It's uh, right here. I, I hate to. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah, the words I know, I just think it's great to hear it. Well, great. Terrible. It's awful. <laughs> this sort of judgmentalism has no place in modern society or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we find out too much about people's lives that we shouldn't know. Uh, are you following the Randy Travis thing? Country star no. from the 90s. Do you remember when he had that crazy, got a lot of attention DUI? Um, he got pulled oh, yeah. over drunk yeah, and he was, he was completely naked and yelling at the cops about, do you know who I am? And Wow, he's the Tiger Woods of country music. But those were all quotes. We didn't see the actual video. Well, somebody's been fighting like crazy to get that. DUI video released, and Randy Travis's people have been trying to stop it for obvious reasons. Right, he it's says, humiliating. And well, of course it's humiliating, and yeah. why does the public get to see that? But it's going to come out. The judge ruled, no, that you can't keep that sort of stuff secret, which I understand technically why you can't, because you don't want the police to be operating, you know, uh, you know, if it was a bunch of white cops beating a black guy and they had it on video, we, we need to see that. Right. Or a white guy. I don't like beatings. Well, yeah. But, um... But that's I, we got to figure that out. You, yeah. you that doesn't deserve to be seen. We have a punishment for driving drunk. He got hit with that punishment. The punishment doesn't include public ridicule for the rest of your life, right? Or, yeah. or, or if you think it ought to be, well, then write that into the legislation. But right, and no news organization would would publish it or, or air it because it it serves no news purpose. Well, back like, in the day, back then. in the day when gentlemanliness and ladyliness held sway, it reminds me of the situation in the Senate, where the reason the two thirds exists is because nobody would hold up legislation just because they don't like the legislation or they they want to vote against it. You wouldn't filibuster something for that. It'd have to be something extraordinary. Well, now it's for freaking everything. So if you liked country music in the 90s, prepare to see Randy Travis's uh, parts later today, because that oh, video is Lord. coming up. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.